I got love for you, man. You know what, I'm <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the podcast. To those who have logged on to iTunes and commented and rated, thank you very much. Muchos gracias. Merci beaucoup. And I wish I knew how to say it in Russian or... Spanish. Oh, wait. Por, not por favor. I don't know what it is in Spanish. Oh, muchas gracias. I said it already. I'm not smart. Uh, I'm having like a uh, Homer Simpson moment. It Wasn't he like, wasn't that the, the one bit where he's like, I am so smart. S-M-R-T. To those who have subscribed on iTunes, thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, after, uh, we've been very lucky. We've been very fortunate. After uh, uh, a few weeks on the charts, we've... Uh, Held down the number one spot in sports and recreation. So thank you very much for all your support, all your comments. And today, we change it up. We've done, you know, been hockey heavy because the hockey playoffs have been awesome. Um, But today, America's pastime gets some love. Due to the advent of Twitter, we get more of a glimpse into athletes' personalities and his more specifically. And we've discovered that he's one of the most playful and funny players in Major League Baseball. He started his career with a bang, actually two home runs in his debut with the Toronto Blue Jays. J.P. Aaron Sebia, Jonathan Paul Aaron Sebia joins us today. I've opened I've opened it up on Twitter, so uh, we'll get some que- uh, questions from our listeners for him a little later on. Back in the co-pilot's chair, a good friend of mine. Justin Mulligan returns, fresh off a trip from Las Vegas. My friend, how was it? Fantastic. It's Vegas. Yeah, but Vegas for me is different than Vegas for you. Yeah, we've had this discussion on this podcast before. You hate Vegas. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I just, it's just so extraordinarily expensive. See, that sucks because I was going to pitch that we do the podcast poolside at rehab one time. It would just, it would just be like, but that's if we do it like a visual podcast, like if we do, you know, set up our yeah, we'll you stream it, yeah, we get you stream it, and set up our MacBooks or or iPads, and because then the the audience would just want to see what's going on, and I'm sure it's just like an adult playground. I'm just saying, you should think about it. How was rehab? Rehab was fantastic. And how were your friends that you met at rehab? My friends were were beautiful. Where were they from? Uh, I met some friends from Kitchener. I'm from Texas. Kitchener, Ontario. Kitchener, Ontario, believe it or not. Okay. Where yeah. in Texas? Uh, Do you remember? No. They just said we're from Texas. Well, so, yeah. And the accent said it all. We're from Texas? Yeah. It was beautiful. It was. It's real. Yeah. Vegas pool parties, you can't go wrong. Rehab's at the Hard Rock at Hotel? At the Hard Rock, yeah. And you're there, were you there for a, a, like work or for I was work? there for pleasure. And what, like <laughs> just you or who? No, I went down for a bachelor party. Twelve dudes. One tap. <laughs> 12 dudes, one tab? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That tab must have just been it, out of control. It escalated quickly. As it often does. Yeah. So, I mean, Kiki, you're in Vegas. Obviously, the summer the summer's here. 
Uh, you know, women are, are dressing less. Uh, shout out to Summer. Yeah, shout out to talking to the guys who show them the best. What's the line? That's, that's the line from, I'm messing up the Fresh Prince line. So, like, and yeah, every summer I get tricked. And I don't know if you got tricked at the pool uh, at the Hard Rock Hotel having fun at rehab on a, on a Sunday afternoon. But we're, and we're, we're going to ask the same question to JP. But, Justin, this is how I get tricked. Okay? Th- this question is to you. What is more deceiving? What item of, uh, of uh, clothing or apparel on a woman is more deceiving? The, over, the oversized sunglasses or the push-up bra? Because both are very, very tricky to navigate. Very tricky to navigate. That's actually a really tough question. Um, glasses seem to be getting bigger. And I think you can hide more under the glasses. <laughs> like, you know, they're starting, like, just above the lip and going to well over the eyebrow yeah, now. Like, they're getting, yeah. the, might as well be just wearing, like, a, a shield off a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> uh, might as well be wearing Cobra Commander's helmet. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, push-up bras are getting tricky, too. Like, Victoria's Secret is just really doing wonders. Uh, I'm going to go with glasses. Okay, but, okay, gl- gl- glasses is... It's probably the probably the over it's probably the overall pick or the um and I and I can't say by how much of a margin it's glasses over bras because we I don't have the technology to do like a scientific poll but if I polled a bunch of my friends it would probably be like 60-40 or maybe 55-45 but what is more disappointing I was going to say I was going to say can I explain my my sure. reason for my pick I'm going to go with the glasses because you're more disappointed with what's under the glasses. I mean, if you take, you know, if you take the glasses off and she's just got a busted up face. Right. That's sad. But I mean, if the push-up bra comes on and they go from a C to an A, eh, they're still there. Okay. Okay. I mean, and like you, you know, the glasses shield the crow's feet. Yeah. And then like, and then sometimes it's like, you or know, like a lazy eye, <laughs> or lazy <laughs> just. You looking at me? Yeah, 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 just yeah, or just like, or like eyes too close together. You know, and and to be fair, to be fair, I don't know what it, I don't know what item guys have that women find tricky. Like shirts. I, I, yeah, shirts, shirts. Yeah, shirts. You know what? It probably is shirts. Because <laughs> we, you know, some of us wear larger shirts, so it just hides. And black. When we wear black shirts, it hides what we're, you know, what we got down below, like our stomachs and stuff. Or and, pants, maybe. Because I mean, we kind of get a pretty good view of a woman. Right, like, right. What we're interested in, right, and what they're interested in, pants. It's, it's tricky. I would yeah, think. You know what? Not that I'm looking there, but you don't get to see much of a visual unless you're wearing like, you know, some hipster skinnies. And well, yeah, tuck down Sk- the side. Skinny jeans will, will let you know everything about there is there is to know. But like the normal baggy loose fit jeans, it's a tough read. I don't know if dude. I don't know if dudes really wear. I mean, I guess some dudes wear baggy jeans, but your the shirts. Yeah, that's a that's a great call because. We can look great up top, broad shoulders. Yeah. And look, you know, and you might hang down. And yeah, then, yeah. But then, then the stomach. You open I, the fridge door; it's a six pack or a keg. You're not quite sure. Women who are listening, let us know. Hit me up on uh, on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Cabral Richards, or you know, you can hit up hit me up on Twitter at the Real Cabby, or hit Justin up at Justin underscore Mulligan. Let us know what it what what item of clothing. Men wear that deceive you. We will bring this up with our next guest. And he joins us on the phone right now. 
If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. He's from the MIA, but reps Tennessee pretty hard. A first-round draft pick in 2007 and an all-star off the field. Fresh off a trip from to Six Flags, J.P. Aaron Sebia joins us now. Welcome, sir. What's up, Kevy? Hey, uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Justin and I were just having this conversation before you called in that, like, the summer's here, okay, and women are looking fresh to death. But, like, some of them are deceitful, and in this way, the sunglasses and the push-up bras. Now, in your opinion, which one is more deceitful, like the, those big lensed sunglasses or the push-up bra? Definitely the sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, well, why? Because, like, I mean, you, they wait, get bigger and bigger every season, and they cover up the face more and more. But you, you've been—I mean, we've all been fooled. But have you? How many times have you been fooled? I mean, everyone gets fooled. I don't. Know. I mean, I couldn't count, but I would say that definitely, definitely, some girls with glasses that cover up the face—they take off the glasses. I would say is more of a change than than uh, somebody wearing a push-up bra. That, I mean, that could always be added on, anyways. That, that's true. Yeah, that can always be upgraded. Yeah, that's one thing that you can always upgrade in life. <laughs> I think I'm going to start to look for girls that are wearing sunglasses the size of, like, swim goggles. They got nothing to hide, just want to cover up the eyes. That's right. Or, or girls with, well, it's not, I was going to say or girls who don't wear sunglasses, but every girl wears sunglasses in the summertime at all times. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's obviously a necessity, but I think sometimes, they, like I said, they can be, uh, they can go backwards, too. Sometimes girls wear some brutal sunglasses and and uh, maybe don't help themselves out but uh, I think I think they could they had a little bit more I think the push-up bra is making a run for it though they're coming after sunglasses in a big way oh man Victoria's they're... Secret is adding like three cup sizes now oh really yeah it's like you're an A wow you're a D when you put this on <laughs> it's, uh, you know it's very yeah. tricky to navigate in the streets these days it's tough being a man in 2012 um, so, so Cab asked some people on Twitter, JP, uh, some questions to fire at you. So, Craig Ballard, seventy-seven. What is the worst pronunciation of your name that you've heard? Uh, I would say just people thinking my name is my last name is two names, thinking that it's my name is Aaron and then Sebia. <laughs> I think my first name is Aaron and my last name is Sebia. I think that's. I think there's been some bad pronunciations, but I think that's terrible if you think my last name. Is what What Aaron. were the What were the really bad ones? Uh, I've got an Aaron Chibia. I've got an Aaron Seba. Are you past the point of correcting people, or you just let it go now? I don't even care. I, I can go up there's some stadiums that I go up to hit, and they butcher my last name, and that's that guy's only job. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true, yeah. Uh, okay, Brenner T.O., which piss pitcher is worst at reading signs? Uh... I like picking up my signs. I would say Louis Perez. <laughs> what is he? Does he like? Does he not get any of them? Uh, sometimes he'll. He. I think he has one trouble seeing at night, and then two. Uh, he's not the the, the brightest man. <laughs> um, so he he uh, sometimes he'll he'll just mess up on his because we have different you know things that we use. Maybe second sign, third sign, first sign, whichever one. You try to use a, different, a couple of different signs, and he uh, he messes those up. So you got to stay on your toes back there. How many times do you like have to go to the mound and be like, "Dude, this is this, this is this, and this is this"? <laughs> uh, it's happened plenty of times, or I'll go out there and have to kind of get on them a little, or I just go out there and say, "Hey, throw this pitch," and then run back. To the <laughs> like actually say the name of the pitch in his ear. 
Yeah, like, hey, <laughs> so you gotta, I need you to throw a fastball. If you throw a fastball, it's a strike. We'll throw another one. If you, throw, if you miss, we'll throw a, a slider or whatever. <laughs> nice. Uh, another uh, question from Twitterverse. Nick Prasad, 34. Who's winning the Western Conference Finals, San Antonio or Oklahoma City? I got OKC. I OKC. Think, uh, Everyone's on the think, OKC bandwagon. I mean, I, I got OKC. Obviously, San Antonio, you can't take anything away as far as the experience and and Ginobili and those guys are playing off the charts, obviously, Duncan. But I would say um, Westbrook and, and Durant, man, they're winners. I think Durant is one of the best players. I like him because he's confident but humble. So Fair enough. Hey, you? so wait, do you, okay, do you think OKC will then beat your Miami Heat? Come on now, now we're getting a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> those two are playing unconscious right now. So wait, so you got, so you got if it's OKC, Miami in the final – you're predicting Miami Heat win in how many games? Uh, I have to see where Bosch is at because that's a big loss. I think Bosch, Bosch spreads the floor. He does a lot of things that, that people don't realize. He makes the team a lot better. So if Bosch is back for the finals, then, then uh, you know, I think, I think maybe in five, but I, maybe in five or six, I'd say. But if not, it's going to be a tough one. Wow, okay. All right. The last question from the Twitterverse uh, by no means represents my personal feelings. Brooke Ashley want to make out that was her question to you oh, I mean, <laughs> didn't include a picture on my notes so i can't oh, i can't help you you're gonna have to look that one up yourself man yeah that's a tough one that's a tough one with no uh, <laughs> she wasn't the only female to ask about either making out with you or meeting you there are like a good handful and then there are like a bunch of dudes that are like can you ask jp why he blocked me on twitter which i found hysterical because there was a good dozen 15 of those dudes hitting me up to ask <laughs> why they well, why you blocked them it's easy you can tell them anything that's negative if it's towards me if it's towards any of my teammates or anything that's negative i just block them on twitter because i don't have time and i don't have twitter to read stupid crap like that hey i, I feel you I, I totally feel you now um R.A. Dickey, who is uh, a reliever, a starter reliever for the New York Mets, was interviewed recently about throwing the knuckleball. He's, he's in a documentary along with Tim Wakefield, and the documentary is called Knuckleball. Now, on September 14, 2011, you had an interesting experience uh, facing Tim Wakefield, who was probably the most famous of the knuckleballers. In the, in the second inning, you hit a bomb to center field, home, three-run home run. And then in the third inning, you struck out swinging, swinging. Do you remember what he pitched to you on both accounts? Yeah, knuckleballs. Both of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, guy throws knuckleballs. I know, but sometimes he mixes it up with, like, he'll throw the occasional fastball that, like, you know, maxes out at about 82, 84 miles an hour. But, it's, but you got knuckleballs on both. Yeah, I think I think uh, he may have struck me out with a curveball one time, but I mean he's his knuckleball is pretty uh, it's pretty good. So when I mean I I got lucky last year and ran into two of them and hit him hit him out of the park. But he uh, he mostly throws knuckleballs, and when he throws a fastball, it looks a lot harder than whatever mile per hour it is, and and uh, it moves like a you're trying to hit a butterfly is the best example I can say. <laughs> is there anything more embarrassing? Or more frustrating rather than whiffing on a knuckleball? I mean, at the beginning, you're kind of like, how the heck am I missing this? But then you watch it on film and you, you see what the ball's doing and you're like, all right, that's pretty ridiculous. So, I mean, it, it, it's small. If, I, if I got embarrassed for the times that I struck out, I'd be in, I'd be in huge trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't leave the house. I, I, I don't even play baseball and I find it hard to leave the house by the amount of embarrassing things that I do. 
So don't worry. There are people that are worse than you, doggy. Exactly. Hey, if it, if uh, side note, if a pitcher hits you, and then the next time you face him, you hit a home run. Are it, it, like by that? Uh, are are you allowed to pimp that home run like and and shine them up pretty nicely? I mean, I don't know. There's certain situations. I think if a guy hits you on purpose and you know he kind of throws at you on purpose and then you take him deep, I mean, yeah, you want to pimp the crap out of it. You want to you want to throw it in his face. But on on the flip side of it, if if he hits you and you know, obviously it happens in the game too, or you don't try to hit a guy and takes you deep. You know, maybe you're not my, you may not show him up, but you can. You know, you'll be running around the bases. I run around the bases, kind of giving them not saying things that I shouldn't. I shouldn't be saying, but but uh, I mean, you, you kind of want to you get fired up about it. <laughs> and you're and you're and you're talking to yourself, but really loudly so that he hears you as you're running around the base pads. Like, don't you dare throw that ish at me or or whatever. How could he? How could he throw that ish to me? Exactly. Pretty much that. That's exactly kind of how it goes. So, so not sure if you saw this, JP, but Will Smith was recently in Russia uh, promoting Men in Black 3. Um, a lot of people have seen the video, but a reporter was giving him the European kiss, then went for the mouth. And uh, Will Smith obviously did not take well to this. Has a reporter ever stepped over the line with you, done anything kind of catch you off guard, weird you out? Well, first off, was a reporter a female or a male? It was a dude. dude. Uh, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no one has ever, no one has ever, and I think that if that, that ever happened, the person would probably never be reporting in with me or around me again, because I'd, I'd make sure to see if it, but, uh, I mean, whatever, I don't, I don't know, that's a tough situation, that, that definitely wouldn't fly, though, I'll tell you that. But, ha- okay, but has there been a reporter that's, like, weirded you out, whether it's, like, some guys are close talkers like myself, other guys, they might just ask you very strange things. Um, yeah, there's been there's been some reporters that, uh, well, in in Keogh, there's you know it's tough because it's not a real big I wouldn't say baseball town. I feel like more people grew up with hockey and stuff like that. So some of the questions they ask uh, at home are kind of make no sense. But um, so those those are kind of tough. But there's been people that interview and you kind of they're a little smaller than you, and, and when they're interviewing you, they kind of like just stare at your lips while you're talking, and it's kind of. <laughs> How do you know they're staring at your lips, though? Because, like, you guys, the thing I, I noticed about athletes is you guys never do eye, like, eye contact is something that you don't often practice. You might look at the person to acknowledge them at the beginning of your answer, like, oh, yeah, um, in the sixth inning, blah, 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 blah. And then you guys will look away off into space. And then towards the end of your comment, uh, then you look back at them like, and that's how it happened. And then you look back at the person. But you, it's <laughs> so. As you guys are, you know, scanning the rest of the room or whatever's around you, how do you know that this person is looking at your lips? I don't know because you, you can just feel it. I, I feel like <laughs> I know. I know that that they've definitely uh, been close to where you could see them just like looking at your lips and kind of. I don't know. Just, <laughs> just, I don't know. It's just awkward. I know. I know that it's happened, but I, I mean, most of the time, you're right. We do. We do uh, answer, and it's like kind of. You answer, you look, you, you look away, and then you kind of look back. It's I don't know. I, I feel like it's just awkward. Interviews sometimes are just a little awkward. I feel like the the interview with the towel on after the shower in the locker room would be awkward for me. Yeah, that was that was something I had to get used to because last year my locker was right in the middle 
of the clubhouse. And so you come out of the shower and everyone's there with cameras. And then, you know, there are females that are inside the locker lockers as well that are reporters. So you're just like sitting there like, all right, well, I got to get naked to put on my, my clothes. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, I know that... Uh, Don't act in, like you're not impressed is what I would be thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I think in uh, in, in basketball, or I've, I've been in a few basketball locker rooms, and some guys change. They have their clothes, like, in the in the shower area, so they come out fully dressed. And hockey, the same way. They should do that for you guys. I mean, I don't know how big clubs clubhouses are on the road, because um, I'm sure they vary from stadium to stadium, but... Can they do like? Is there space back there to put hang your stuff? No, no. There's no. There's. In, it's kind of in the baseball locker rooms are kind of just open. So when you come out, you know, you shower is literally right off of the the locker room. So when you come out of the shower, you're right in. You're almost right in the locker room. So you kind of. There's no avoiding it, and I mean, it's not a big deal, but it's kind of it's kind of awkward when you're like, "Excuse me, uh, why well, just pull down my pants? Don't mind my my uh, butt." Uh, <laughs> I feel like a lot of women listeners have just decided they're going to become female journalists. Yeah, dude. From this. Especially the way that uh, the way that you have a following on Twitter and and you being, uh, you know, you being a man of the of the public, Joe Public, and you being out there and stuff like women. And also, you know, you're a good looking dude. So women gravitate towards a your personality and b, uh, you know, your. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, know, where, I don't know where I'm next, going with this one, question. but you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, it's still awkward. It's an awkward. It's awkward. That's not the, the place uh, where where you, anyone cares to talk or be normal. Yeah. It's kind of like this is that's our space anyway. So it's kind of like if you were at your in which our clubhouse is like our home. So if you were at your home and somebody was coming in to interview you, you kind of would be like, all right. So this is kind of weird. So yeah, completely. Yeah. Hey, uh, quick question: How has Twitter changed your life? Uh, I don't know. It, it's kind of just—it's given me. I feel like uh, more, obviously, more up to date with the world. I feel like because obviously, I mean, I'm not a big newspaper reader, and uh, you know, you you can follow some things on there that kind of will let you know what's going on in the world, and then uh, just I would say interaction with fans and kind of. Seen it sometimes good and bad, you know. Sometimes people, like I said, I block people that just rip rip us. And you saw you saw Ricky, you know, you follow Ricky. He he went on a little yeah yesterday, uh, right, or two days ago. Yesterday, yeah. or a couple of days ago, you know, because it's because it's tough. I feel like people people, uh, you know, Twitter's Twitter's great, but then you know they can reach us pretty easy as well. So then you know you get things like that, and and a guy who's who works his butt off and who. You know, gives up. We sacrifices. You know, we all sacrifice our lives. You know, no, we we love what we do, but you know, off season we're still working out. During the year we have, you know, nothing but baseball games. We don't do anything else. Um, you're away from your family. You do. Uh, you you have a bad game. You don't care. You don't want to have people filling up your timeline and stuff like that with negativity. So I think sometimes it gets to those people. That makes sense. That makes total sense. I I didn't. Uh, Justin was telling me about Ricky's. That's the thing. Like. It's sometimes like uh, about Ricky's kind of um, responding to uh, some people that are just kind of throwing some hate at him. That's a that's a tricky thing thing about navigating with Twitter is like sometimes you like you have to like you have to control yourself or not you have to resist the temptation to get sucked in because then some people just want your attention and they just say all kinds of vile things to you and it, it's tough it's tough not to just get like 
just fire some one a couple things back. I mean, you do you just block them right away. But some people get sucked in, and and maybe maybe Ricky did, and he wanted to let everybody know that like, hey, this is what I get on a you know weekly basis or daily basis or whatnot. Is it hard for you to resist that urge? Oh, I mean, it's it's there. It's definitely there. Like for me, I even got upset with the thing, the whole thing with Joe Ward, like when all that stuff yeah. went down. And right. You, you, you know the guy, and you know that he's that he's first class guy. Like, there's not many guys that are nicer than that guy that didn't see that stuff. It kind of, you know, people, people. It, it's it's kind of almost a crime to, to be able to do things like that uh, and just kind of attack people on on Twitter. You know, even though it's obviously social media and, and everyone, you're open to it, and we make ourselves open to it. But it, it, that's the that's the times when you kind of like, you know what? Forget all this crap. I don't, you know, I don't need Twitter and. Uh, and you know we go out of our way to kind of interact with the fans and, and forget it. We don't, you know, you don't need to have that. It's just something else that what's going to make you upset. We already have enough uh, stuff going on in our lives that that that's not. You don't want to have that being uh, affecting you negatively. I hear you. So um, we'll just quickly transition to the. Uh, there's there's this really cool art project that's coming to Toronto now. It has its foundation in New Orleans. And there's a local artist named Candy Chang who um, last year found the side of this building and with like um, with chalkboard paint and uh, uh, she stenciled in the uh, the sentence before I die I want to and it filled up with thousands of responses and this this took hold in seven countries and 12 different walls people were like writing stuff like before I die I want to care about others before I die, I want to rob a bank. Before I die, I want to finish the bathroom. Now, one of these walls is coming to Toronto. So, JP, if you find yourself in front of this wall in Toronto, how will you finish the sentence, before I die, I want to? Uh, man, that's right off the bat, that's tough. I would say I'd want to leave. You know, for, I'd want to make people better, I would say. I, by those people, do you mean women? <laughs> just, just, just whatever, you know, for me, I, I would just like to be a person that they said, man, this, this is a good role model. I don't know, before I die, I'd like to be somebody who made people around them better. Nice. Well, get on it, man. Yeah, you're what, 25? No, 26? 26. 26. You start today. You can make You can make Justin and our my life better by... Taking us on the road with you. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Let's take us on the road for a little six-day road trip. Sure, you can see you can see how our life goes. I'll work out with you, dudes. Yes, and then bring we'll... it on. I mean, there's not much. There's uh, pretty much our life is wake up, you go, you eat, you go to the field, you get ready with video and meetings and all this baloney, and then you play the game. You can come back, you lay down. You watch TV and let you have a couple of drinks, maybe, and then you go back to sleep and you do it all again. So it's not as crazy as anyone would think. I just want to hear stories, JP. That's it. Like Justin, we just want to be flies on the wall and just hear stories, because I we we have a couple, and I know you have some great ones, and that's all. We're just we're just too simple, man. Yeah, I mean, my I would be a lot more boring than people would think. <laughs> I, I well, that's uh, hard to Thanks imagine. Denver, yeah. <laughs> So speaking of uh, before I die, I want to. I'm sure a lot of people would probably say go to space. Uh, and last month, Larry Page, Ross Perot Jr., and James Cameron 
teamed up on an asteroid mining venture. Um, a few days ago, SpaceX, the first privately funded rocket, lifted into space. So, Cab and I want to know, and we talked about this earlier, if you could send three people to space, not to explore, but to leave them there forever, who would they be? <laughs> oh, man, if I could send three people up. I don't know. I don't, geez, I don't know who I, I don't like that much. I would say, uh, well, I would say maybe uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine. Nice, <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. What's her name? Uh, some girl named Maggie. Maggie. Yeah, F- Ma- cool. Maggie, wow, we're we're booking your flight soon, Maggie. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, we'll send her. We'll send her up there. I would say, uh, God, who else would I send up there, man? Uh, I would. I don't know. I don't know who else I would send up there. Any like nemesis, like a pitcher you just can't hit that you'd be better off up there. Oh, well, David Price. I'll send him up there. <laughs> <laughs> send him to That's the case, and then. Uh, Man, who else? Who else? Uh, let me see. Let me think of another. Uh, was there? Was there like? Did you have like a nemesis in high school, or like like a like a guy in the neighborhood that just always messed with you, like an older dude, like a bully or something? No, I never. I don't know. I never really. I was. I was such an athlete, like like dork, that I didn't do anything but play sports all the time. So I was never. I never had time for any of that stuff. But I would say, maybe my my uh, kindergarten. Spanish teacher. She used, to pull my, she, used to, she used to pull my ear all the time and when I was in school because I was a, a bad kid. Kindergarten Spanish teacher? That's impressive. Yeah. What was her name? Mrs. what? Uh, Miss Rodriguez. Is that bad that I still remember it? <laughs> no, no, that just no. shows that she should probably be in space. Yeah. Jeez, give, her, give her the first class of that one. <laughs> Mrs. Rodriguez, gone to space. Beautiful. So, um, to, to keep with the space theme, last month, Richard Branson, uh, the guy who founded Virgin, announced that Ashton Kutcher is the 500th passenger that will board Spaceship Two for Virgin Galactic. Um, each spaceship has six seats, costs 200 grand a trip with a $20,000 deposit. Are you interested in flying to space? No, thank you. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Space, dude. Space. I mean, I, I don't two hundred grand for I, I that's not in my price range right now. Would I would I would I like enjoy to go to space? Yeah, would I mean but I'm kind of a, I'm kinda of scared of, of anything that I'm not in control of. So I'd rather I'm I'm a much rather like ride a four wheeler like through the mountains, like something that I, that it's on the ground and I know that on the way up nothing can happen to you. What if you what if you okay, what if you were sponsored like you had you know, you some got a free shuttle. Right. Some some there's some rich guy in who's a huge Blue Jay fan that wants to sponsor a few of you guys to go. So, you know, you pay your twenty dollar deposit, he fi- he finances the rest of it. Then would you go the other hundred and eighty grand? I don't know. Like still I told you, I'm I'm scared of those things. So what happens if that thing takes off and goes is on its way up? It is a scary just, concept. And just see you later. Like what I mean, I don't I don't know. I'm kinda I'm kind of a pretty easy going uh keep it on the keep my feet on the ground kind of guy so that i'm I'm in control of what's going on i don't want to die on the way up to space not (laughs) not worth it for me you're soft dude i thought you had more your your cojones were bigger than that come on man it's outer space jp hey for some people they may i can go to sleep perfectly fine at night saying that i I didn't have the cojones to <laughs> do any of that stuff. That, I don't. That that doesn't affect me. I'll go to sleep and be perfectly okay with myself. JP, I don't think there's a greater response to the question, "Hey, what'd you do this weekend?" To, "Oh, I was in outer space." Like there, uh, unless it's like, "Oh, uh, Megan Fox 
uh, friggin', um, you know, Kate Beckinsale, uh, you know, you, any list, you list like eight Hollywood starlets. Oh, versus, yeah, I was in outer space this weekend. I don't know if there's a better, a, a, a better response to that question than than that. Maybe for you, maybe for you, but I know for me, I could say. Uh, a better response would be, yeah, I was in uh, Tahiti or I was in Fiji uh, on the water just by myself, or not by myself, with somebody, a hot girl, we'll say a hot girl for a weekend. <laughs> that's, that's, that's uh, I mean, for me, that's pretty equivalent. That's, it's legit. It's just not, it's not average. It's a whole space. other going to the moon sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd go to my, I'd take. I'd take another trip to the moon somehow, other than going up. Yeah, I I gotcha. All right, would you, Justin? Would you go? I think I might. I, I I agree with JP though. It's kind of a scary concept. You don't know what the hell's going to go on when you get up there, dude. There's there's probably a greater. You mean how many how many airplanes do you board in uh, over airplanes the course? Different though. You're not going in and out of the atmosphere. I know, but there's probably a greater chance that an airplane crashes than a space shuttle. Yeah, but there's also there's also a lot more history of, of airplanes and getting better from 1905 or whatever to now. When and there's been, you know, obviously now I would say airplanes are the safest travel. Um, but there's been a lot of years of, of work and, and crashes and all this stuff to make everything a lot safer. This thing is just coming about. I don't know how I feel about it. If you tell me that I have a parachute on there and that for some reason I can parachute from space and get still... <laughs> it doesn't burn up in the atmosphere. And, and, and land and still be okay, then I, then I would say, sure, why not? But I, would say, <laughs> I, don't, think that's, I don't think that's quite a parachute. That would help you uh, uh, at the. I'm, I don't know what the uh, the temperature is at the Earth's atmosphere, but it's probably like, you know, eighty seven thousand degrees Celsius or something like that. It's got to protect us from all those, from all the ultraviolet rays from the sun or whatnot. But anyway, yeah, although, then I'd probably have a bad sunburn on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> although if you set me up and it's the six people and it's like me, Megan Fox, Jessica Biel, uh, Kate Upton, like just me and five smoke shows. I would probably pray that it did go down because it would just... And Bar, and you can't forget that girl Bar Yeah, Raffaelli. Bar Raffaelli, oh. yeah, yeah, she's so pretty dope. if it's going down, I mean, that's going to be a good way down because, you know, we're all going to die. Yeah, I know, I'll tell them, listen, if we're going to die, might as well all that is eat because we're not. Yeah. I mean, we'll go, we'll go down the least excited. <laughs> Dude, and like, <laughs> that's a great call, Justin. That's I'd even throw... Um, there was one girl in the uh, Sports Illustrated. Oh my, Stephanie something. She's pretty legit. Oh yeah, we were looking at her. I mean, yeah, yeah. My 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 crush right now is Sierra. She's been mine for like three or four years. I even put Je- Sierra. Oh, the singer. Yeah, Actually, she- I should probably put Sophia. Vergara oh, Sophie- up in Sophia there. Vergara. Imagine those things in space. Oh my goodness, that's just. So uh, every uh, podcast we like to ask, or every we like to ask this question uh, fairly frequently. Um, and we've had a bunch of athletes on in the past, and all the answers vary. Now, by virtue of you being a professional athlete, who's the biggest or most uh, visible celebrity that you've met? Uh, biggest, most—I uh, don't know. Let me see. I got to think here. Um, wow, it's uh, a pretty tough one. I would say. And I don't even know who I would say the biggest, most. I mean, other than other than musicians. Um, no, well, yeah, musicians are celebrities too. 
Yeah, I know, but I'm not. I don't think that the ones that I'm thinking of that I've met are not the biggest, in the, the biggest thing in the world. I would say, um, probably meeting like. Uh, man, I'm I'm stumped right now. I don't. I guess I haven't met anybody that cool. Uh, I'd say Cabby. I don't know. No, <laughs> Cabby, 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 Cabby. I'm at uh, the bottom of every list. Uh, I would say maybe Hall of Famer like uh, Yogi Berra. Yogi, oh, nice, nice. That guy's, I, I, that guy's a baseball icon. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the other than that, I mean, I don't know. I haven't. Maybe the the captain or the general of the ship that we got to go on in Nova Scotia. I think that's a pretty cool title. Oh, nice. Hey, didn't you guys? Were you on the team when? Uh, all the guys hung out with like Kenny Chesney or was it Garth Brooks? It was like a concert. And... No, that was before I got there. Oh, I, yeah, I heard that was a fun. Night. I'm sure you would have enjoyed yourself that night. I think it was. I think it was Kenny Chesney. It was. I think Vernon. Yeah, it was. It was Kenny Chesney. Vernon was telling me that story, and they just everybody just hung out after the show, and and uh, friends were there, so to speak. Yeah, no, I would. I mean, I I got to meet uh, the girl from the band Perry, Kimberly Perry. Uh, during spring training, and it's kind of like a high school crush for me. So it was, it was. I was actually very nervous. It was pretty funny. Really? Yeah, I got to meet with them and then kind of hang out in their bus after and talk with her and her family. And but yeah, I was. I mean, I'm like, like if that was that was a girl, I, I would be like, all right, I'd marry you right now. <laughs> did you Did you tell her that she was your high school crush? No, I didn't. I didn't. I I, I was nervous and. I was I was it was pretty funny because I don't I don't get nervous like for meeting a lot of people and then uh, and I, it was a reverse role I felt like for just like being a a fan and just sitting there I mean like waiting to meet her and then got to meet her and talk to her a little bit and so yeah that's that's my that's my high school crush though like big time so it's it's Kelly Perry no Kimberly Perry oh Kimberly Perry no relation to Katy Perry no no. Oh well, that's cool. I, I don't know. I don't not that I'm not that familiar with her, but I'm sure she's dope. Hey, how do you react when fans tell you they love you? Like when girls are like, "Oh, you're my favorite baseball player. I love you. You're so hot." Like that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know. You just say thank you. I mean, it's kind of tough. I'm not gonna. I don't know. It depends. I, if, I mean, I am single, so if I am interested, maybe I can say you know, maybe we can exchange number. I don't know. But <laughs> but. Uh, but you know, most of the time it's a thank you very much. I appreciate it, and and kind of because because sometimes the ones that are like that uh, are sometimes the, the crazy ones too. Where it's, I you know I, people have gotten my number before, and it's been like text, 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 and it's like girls need to understand if it's if they're desperate like that, then it's just a turn off for the guy. How many times have you had to change your phone number? Uh, a couple, yeah. not not a ton, not a ton, because then I just ignore them. And the good thing about the phones is is that, and especially iPhones, I got rid of my BlackBerry for that reason. Is that you know it doesn't say when you read it or when you didn't. I just ignore them. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's the thing that I hate the most about iPhones. It's like you can't you can't see. That's why I still have a Barry. You can't see whether <laughs> whether or not they read it. 
read your messages or whatnot. Maybe I'm on the I'm on the other side of the ledger. You're like avoiding them, and I'm like creeping them out. Yeah, you're like, why are they not messaging me back? <laughs> no, no, she exactly. I think that's the best play. Is that you're just like, well, then forget it. You know, like if they're if they're not if they're not reading it. I mean, I would have been like, whatever, beat it. You're lost. <laughs> <laughs> JP, man, it's been uh, it's been awesome talking to you, man. And uh, you know, we you know, you you started so hot in Toronto. I hope it continues. Um, and you're easily one of. I mean, the the core. You know, your buddies Ricky and Brett, uh, even Yen. Yen has like had a great debut, and I know you guys are uh, college teammates in, in Tennessee. And obviously, uh, Jose, there's such an awesome core uh, in Toronto, and, and a lot of people are digging you guys. So keep it up, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're pumped for the future. So, and I, I enjoy my time in Toronto. So, I've been here for a long time. A road trip, Justin. Oh, a road trip with the I'm, Toronto Blue Jays. I am in. All in. Yes. And we, but it's got to be like we have to find like a good stretch of games. Yeah, and they got to, we, like, we got to go to like Cleveland. Ar- no, no, no. We're getting, this is no Cleveland, no Detroit, uh, no Tampa. Tampa's pretty boring. Although Florida, I don't even know if they play. Oh yeah, Anaheim. Yeah, they, they have for played. Sure. In, they have played in Anaheim. Yeah, Yankees. Uh, Boston? Boston's fun. Yeah. Boston's fun. Chicago White Sox. Yeah, you know we could we could get in some trouble. I just I just I love hearing stories. Yeah, story time and, would be good. And, and that's how men bond. We bond. Uh, you know, insults are the language of intimacy with men. You know, so, you know, taking jabs at each other, that's how we bond. And just being able to exchange stories. So the stories that we could hear on the bus from the park or on the way to the park or just in the clubhouse chilling, like, that's what I would live for. Yeah. And stories kind of level the playing field, I find. Right. You become more level when you tell stories. And we're just, we're all just dudes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, at the end of the day, there's stories about dudes, about women. All right, so one one thing that we didn't really get to chime in on was um, who would you leave in outer space, Justin? If you had the chance to leave three people in outer space, I love that JP said his first grade, sorry, his kindergarten Spanish teacher, Mrs. Rodriguez. There is a there is a <laughs> a ticket will be showing up to your residence soon uh, with a training uh, a training regiment, a two week training program before you will be uh, introduced to your new residence. I, it's a tough one because I, I agree with JP. Like I don't know who I hate that much to just leave in space for eternity. Um, I did fail actuarial science in university. Oh, with okay. A, with a forty-seven. Oh my gosh, it's so, heartless. It's a three percent lift. So at, so at the University of Western Ontario, my actuarial science teacher, first class ticket to space, because <laughs> he's just it's boring existence anyways. Um, I got cheated on. Oh, okay, okay. By a woman. I'm not going to say her name because I'm not like that, but she's 100% up there. Okay, okay. And then kind of a left field pick, but I'm going to put Sofia Vergara on there. What? Because if I can't have her, nobody can. You're so selfish. <laughs> You're so selfish. You better go up there with her and get rid of you too. I mean, you might as well go with her. That's true. Put yourself so on the plane. With... On... Maybe I should have done that. You should have been with... myself with two beautiful women. Right. Oh. I'm gonna have to rethink it. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with those for now. I haven't bought the tickets yet, so. Okay, mine is uh, I'm sending I'm sending Jerry Sandusky into space. Uh, reasons are obvious. Yep. There's a there's a guy that works for the NHL, who I loathe. Uh, he's one of the executives. Uh, just in my pat in the past, I've had to kind of deal with this particular individual. 
You're gone to space, buddy. Loathe is such a devastating word, yeah. too. And finally, uh, one of my good friends, uh, we call him the president, <laughs> a.k.a. MF Mike. Um, I'm sending, I want to send his girlfriend into outer space. That's so tough. Yeah, it's it's got a heartless. Now, before, now, now, okay, in Toronto, this this wall is coming, the before I die wall. Yeah. And we'll close it out on this. Justin, if you find yourself with a Sharpie or a big thing of chalk in your hand standing in front of the wall, how will you finish the sentence? Oh, before I me, die, I want to. Going to make me look so shallow. <laughs> you, okay, you are shallow. Whoa. If you say what I think you're going to say. I was going to say party at the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> was that it? No. Is was, it like Family Feud number one just no, went on? Yeah. Bing. Yeah, no, I was going to say something about driving a particular whip. Like, I no, want to. Playboy Mansion. Playboy Mansion? Yeah. For like a weekend. Okay. No rules. At least you're, be, you're being you're being true to yourself. Yeah. That's you. You still have integrity and you're being honest. Yeah. You? Before I see, mine is going to sound so cheese, but I was, uh, I was talking about this with uh, my boy DJ Bennett, and uh, we were exchanging text messages. I said, I want to before I die, I want to save somebody's life. And I know that sounds maudlin, and I know that sounds corny. That's cool. Uh, but I'd like to save somebody's life. Like, do you have any specific way you want to save it? Like, no. is it, it's like a heroic, cool way, or like it, it, a girl's walking on the road and you stop her from getting I could, hit by a car? I could prevent somebody from a, or a horrific accident or try to save someone after they've suffered one. I don't know, but that's what I'd like to do before I die. Heimlich maneuver in a busy no, restaurant? Man. Well, choking. You die is, from choking. Is it Sofia Vargara? Oh. No, she's in space. Right. So it's not her. <laughs> it's not uh, her. We'll figure this out. Uh, Justin, as always, thank you for joining me. My and if pleasure. you want to leave, uh, read his thoughts or follow his life on Twitter, that's at Justin underscore Mulligan, J-U-S-T-I-N underscore M-U-L-L-I-G-A-N. Thank you to J.P. Aaron Sebia. Uh, a lot of fans of his out there. You can follow him on Twitter at J.P. Aaron Sebia 9. That's at J-P-A-R-E-N-C-I-B-I-A-9. And finally, if you want to show me some love, hit me up on Twitter or Facebook. That's uh, facebook.com slash Cabral Richard, C-A-B-R-A-L-A-R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S. <laughs> and uh, at The Real Cavi, Cavi spelled C-A-B-B-I-E. Alongside Justin Mulligan, I'm Cavi, and I'm gone. Thank you for listening to Cabbie Presents, the podcast. 